Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Becky. Um, on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Rising West by Ali Styles. This is book one in the Save Me series. This is my first book by Ali Styles, but you are an Ali Styles fanatic. Yes, I, I will. I will take. I have like a quote like <laughs> tattooed on my body, so I think I can. Yeah. Also, Allie is one of the authors that will be with us at the um, HEA Readers event and signing. So I'm super excited to start reading these backlist books for authors that we get to see at the HEA event. Um, so, and that was one of your reasons you were like, yes, please, can we go, Becky? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> even if I just get to meet her. I'll be happy. <laughs> um, so we will link the synopsis of this book on our on-the-shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. Release date for Rising West is March 5th of 2020. Uh, trope, rock star, single dad, close proximity, redemption, slow burn. Anything else I missed? I guess they're co-workers. Yeah. Because, you know, that'll be important in a couple mm -hmm. weeks. <laughs> um, series name, the Save Me series, book one, which is interesting. This says the Save Me series, but when you look on Amazon, it talks about it being part of a world. Her record, the record label, the name of the record label world. Okay. I can see that because we do... Um... We do get some like cameos from some of the characters in our other book in this book. So, um, this is a standalone because, okay, we'll get to that. It's a standalone, a series of standalones. This book's put out percentage is 60%. There is no third act breakup. Okay, so as I was reading this book, I really enjoyed this book. But typically in a rock star series, it's one book for every member of the right. band. That is and not that, what she's doing in this series. No, it's just kind of like all over the place. Like, yeah. Which I think is really interesting because that tells me that she is listening to her own creative muse and writing the books of her heart versus what people are demanding. Right, right. Um, do I hope she'll go back and revisit some of these characters? Um, yes. Because <laughs> I have big thoughts on some of them. Yes, a couple of them, yeah. Um, so let's talk about our hero, Mason West. Um, okay, I'm just going to ask, is he one of your book boyfriends? Um, yeah, I would say so. Because as I was reading him, I'm like, oh, this is a Jenny character. Yeah, he is I could see broody, that. but with a big heart, and he is like, I. What's his daughter first and everything? Yeah, like an amazing dad, and he's one step like he doesn't give up, but he's got right. one step of giving up and one step of pulling everyone in his life forward. And the more I read him, the more as I connected with him as a character, I thought, this is a Jenny character. <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. Yeah. We'll so, take that. 
<laughs> so Mason West, he's the former frontman of Eastern slash Western Crush. Um, this is his former band. And I think that that became a really big pinnacle piece of this story, this former band. Right. Like he he was in a position where they were like gaining momentum and then life kind of went sideways. Yeah. And I like how Ellie did this. So, you know, you can you could have written a book like this two separate ways. One, you could have smacked us with all the tragedy and all the garbage right in the beginning and then just moved us forward when he gets his chance. Right. And he deserves it. Like, I think after chapter two, I was like, dude deserves a chance. Right. Yes. Um, so she could have written it like that. But the way she actually wrote it was she interwove everything that he had overcome and everything that was giving him forward momentum with the use of his dead fiance's journal. And I thought that was really interesting. I have mixed feelings about it because there was a lot more. I wish she had been able to show us more of these interactions, like versus this was a lot of telling us. Yeah, because we don't really see the interaction. I can't remember his fiance's name. But we don't see like the interaction and like the relationship that they had. Like we see like it's very much a dear diary on her side. Yeah. And we know she must have had a huge heart because Mason does not come into things easy. His childhood, we get snippets of that, which really helped. But we do know that she must have had because when he gets his big break, he doesn't just take his daughter and go to Los Angeles. He takes his former fiance's parents and they uproot their life to yeah, be there. Yeah, like they all go. And I thought, and his little girl's name is Brooklyn. And so he and Brooklyn go to Los Angeles and grandma and grandpa come along. Yes. And they're so kind. They are like, given like the situation, like they could have, they could have like completely destroyed their relationship with him yeah um and it would have been valid i mean yeah he's absolutely the um the epitome of the tragic artist (laughs) um which a lot of ali's characters especially her heroes fit that like, I totally see him wearing the ripped jeans, the black t-shirt, the flannel around his waist, the beanie skull cap down on his head, you know, like, not making eye con- you know. <laughs> like, the epitome of the artist is everything he was. It was a little caricature, almost, in some of it. Yeah. Um, And then we have our heroine, Liberty. And... Okay, so we've talked about this in the past about unlikable heroines. She's hard to love. <laughs> she's got her own issues. like. Well, but she is not warm and fuzzy. No. She's she kind not. of a bitch. Yeah. Um, and I have, I have no problem with that. You know, we read like Angelina M. Lopez's 
After Hours on Milagro Street, The Heroine, and A Proposal They Can't Refuse by Natalie Kenya. Those are all these heroines that are really, really hard to love. And Liberty is no different. Yeah, and she, and she kind of knows it. Like She does have some she, self-awareness. She, yeah, she has a twin brother. Um, I think that's kind of her mirror. Well, that's her humanity, honestly. Like, he's the one that says, mm, you should maybe feel bad about that. So you <laughs> right. should go say something. Like, he's her conscious. He's the voice of reason for her. Yeah, he's the one that's kind of like, hey, um, I think you're kind of directing that in the wrong place. So the way they come together is, so Wes is on the East Coast in a small town in Pennsylvania playing small venues, still trying to keep music alive while working a day job of roofing and construction. Because his former band moved on without him because he had to stay back and take care of his daughter. And Liberty's band, it's the band she and her brother Aaron started. Their um, former lead singer has left the band. He's um, birds in the sky. (laughs) Yes. Um, He has moved on to a solo career. He's left them high and dry. Um, He thinks he's outgrown them. And, like, him and Liberty were in a relationship, and he just cut, yeah. Like, he just cut everything. And so, Wes is brought, or Mason is brought in to replace the guy that left. And Liberty has already got trust issues. Like, because, you know, she got burned by the former frontman. And she just thinks Mason is too, too rock and roll. I think is what she even says. Like, he's too much the rock. And he does. Like, he auditions for them. He owns the stage. Like, the way that Allie writes this is you feel like he's two different people. When he's got the guitar in his hand and he's making music, his passion is there. And when he sets that guitar down and he moves off the stage, his passion is his daughter. And she did a really great job of kind of showing us all of that. Um, but Liberty was hard. She was hard to love, friend. Very, <laughs> very hard to love. Um, and I know that this is one of your, like, all-time favorite books, but I want to kind of talk about this because I, I find it interesting that it... So given everything Mason had to deal with in this book... I wish there had been more mental health rep. I can see that. Yes. And I think um, this is kind of like in the middle of Allie's catalog. Like, yeah, she definitely gets um, better at that. Like, it's an underlying theme probably in like all of her books. Yeah, because there were some big things in this book. You know, the grief of losing um, his fiance. You know, the grief of mourning. Because don't you think, you know, when you have to let go of a dream, like you're seeing the people you've been with achieving what you want and you have to let that go because your life doesn't let you go that way. You have to mourn that. And Mason doesn't. Right. Um, Yeah. Still working away at it. You know, and then he still has all of his own tragic past. I 
just would have, I really wanted to take him and just plop him down in front of a therapist. <laughs> you need to see somebody. <laughs> right? I think, I think we should talk this out. You're having some big, big feels, buddy. We're going to get here. Um, that was like, that was one thing as I was going through the pages. And I know that there was some, there was some self-awareness for him. And, and I know the book is three years old and I don't want to spoil it because the ending, the ending, the big dark moment gives us some insight to just how weighed down he was. And, you know, maybe if we'd had the mental health rep we wouldn't have had that big weighed down moment (laughs) well sometimes it takes like five or six years of therapy before you get through that right right (laughs) um i just yeah that was like other than that piece like i love how they confront the former front man yes um and that's where you see um the cameo from like night ships black yeah Um, And I wish it, I also wanted a little bit more resolution. (laughs) This is so nitpicky. I really enjoyed the book, you guys. I really liked it. I think absolutely you should check it out. Um, But I feel like Wes or Mason, we needed more resolution with not just his moods and his feelings, but, but also the interactions with the grandparents. Okay. I can see that. I just needed. I wanted them to put their pant big pants on and be like, "Dude, we're here <laughs> for you. We love you. We love Br- Brooklyn. You gotta pull your shit together, buddy. <laughs> like, let's get this together." And like, I because I read reread this, so I was like actually thinking about this like a few times like through this because. They were teen parents, so he's still, like, in his early 20s, like, yeah. He is, and Liberty is bratty, and she is absolutely in her feels, Um, and like I said, her humanity is her brother, because she doesn't see outside of her narrow, and I think she's, like, knocked to the floor, floored when she realizes that Mason has a daughter. Right. Yeah, Like, like... and then but she makes a big deal about it. And it's like, well, and he's paid a certain amount of money in a contract for one year to make sure he's a fit for the band so that they can fulfill some obligations. And with that contract, he was only paid X amount of dollars. So he has X amount of dollars to pay off any debt that he had back in Pennsylvania. Right. Move his family to Los Angeles, which is not cheap. Yeah. Like the, the cause it's like $200,000. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's not getting anything for. And she's weirded out that he drives like a beat up van. <laughs> <laughs> and that um, he's in this little shoebox apartment with his, with the grandparents and his daughter. And he and his daughter are sharing a room. And it's like, sister, you're not paying him that much money. He's like, yeah. So I think that. And because so. I, you did, you know that she's somehow connected to another rock band. And I'm assuming theirs is the previous series. So she's cousins. And it sounds like she had a very privileged upbringing. 
Yes. And that's something that I kind of wish we had gotten a little more in this book is a little bit more of how privileged she was, because it would have made me like her maybe a little more, understand her a little more when she was so like, right. Why why are you living in this place? That struggle of like, well, yeah, because there's like a moment where, um, she comes over and Brooklyn's like eating mac and cheese, like blue box mac and cheese. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I haven't had this for like ever. And it's just like, lady, this is what we're eating every night. Like, <laughs> Well, and she makes a comment of, like, do you like those curtains? Like, why didn't you put something up else up? And he's like, Brooklyn likes them. And I didn't, couldn't afford to replace them. Like, there were just some little nuances that I think that as a reader, I wanted more backstory. Yeah. Because we just get a lot of the here and now with her. Yeah. So she didn't have as much depth as I wanted. But, you know, hey, it was it was a really quick, fast read, and I did like it, and it does make me want to read more books by Allie, so. As you should. As I should. <laughs> she did, there was great tension, like, and these are definitely adversaries to lovers. They're not enemies, because they're kind of working on the same goal. They want the band right, to be successful, yeah. <laughs> but they're a little, like, you know, there's a lot of tension, they, sandpaper rubbing. They, they got to figure their their stuff out like yeah yeah no for sure um anything else you want to share about this book really enjoy yeah just read it it's in kindle unlimited it's with your kindle unlimited subscription so you should check it out um do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will add it to our tbrs uh jenny thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance thanks for having me Until next time, everyone, happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.